Good morning, and thanks for joining us so bright and early here on Living Better in San Diego, a public service presentation of the Intercom San Diego radio stations. I'm Susan DeVincent here with Yvonne Ermey, and today we're talking about an organization that's doing a lot of good right here in San Diego, providing meals to more than 11,000 kids and their families each week in San Diego. That is huge. Our guest today is Angela Brennan-Batiste, co-founder and president of the board for It's All About Kids Foundation. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. So tell us, what does It's All About the Kids Foundation do? What we do is we feed kids. Keep it very simple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every Thursday, we have a food pantry in Barrio Logan called the Feed the Kids Food Pantry. We receive thousands upon thousands of pounds of food from the San Diego Food Bank and from other donors. And we set it up like a store. Mm -hmm. And we have families that come in and choose food, up to 40 pounds of food each week. And we end up giving out around 11 to 15,000 pounds, which is 11 to 15,000 meals per week to children. So in total, we have over a thousand families on the program, but each week we have close to 400 coming each week. So sometimes they may come once in a month. Sometimes they come twice, sometimes three or four times. So, and we have it between 20 to 30 new families each week that are signing up. So wow. we're growing exponentially. Which we don't want to see. That no. Just, I mean, the need just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I, and I imagine, too, Angela, that's also as the word gets out about you guys. Correct. And when we have a question um, that we ask each family, you know, how would you find out about us? And the most popular answer is friend. So women and men are bringing their friends and their their family members and etc. And you also make it real easy for people to connect with you because you know that some people have challenges, for example, even getting there. Or if you've got two different households with one kid. Tell us about how you right. do um, Well, I had the honor, I guess, of working for the government when I got out of college. So I worked for USDA and I worked for the WIC program. And they taught me how to run a food program, but not how to serve people. So when we started our own food program, I decided to do it to serve folks, to make it as easy as we can for them because it takes a bit of their pride to come and say, I need help. Yeah. Please, I need to feed my family. So I'm not going to set up all these roadblocks that sometimes happens with the government. For example, we have people who live in apartment complexes. So if one of the ladies has a car, she might have two neighbors that don't have cars. So we allow her to pick up for the neighbors. We allow brothers to pick up for sisters. We allow all of that. We also allow um, a child, in order for a family to be on the program, they have to have at least one child under the, 18, uh, under the age of 18 that lives in the household at least 50% of the time. So if mom and dad are divorced and they live in separate households, I don't just have mom on the program. I have dad on the program as well. We don't That's count awesome. the children twice, but yeah. we realize that the food is not going to be taken to him or her back. The food's not going to go back and right. forth with the child. And so I want you, the kids to eat. Yeah, that seems very common sense. And grandma, too. We have lots of grandmas because the grandmas take care <laughs> of the kids great. after school and yeah. on the weekends when the parents are working. We serve working families. So grandma's coming and getting food and then she's picking up for her daughter as well because they live in different places. Yeah. We want the kids to eat. That's the whole point. Yeah. And because of your history working with the government, you know that would have been a roadblock, right? They would have oh, not been able to God. supply two different households. Am I right? Never. Never, never, never. You could not have both the parents on the program. If they do now, then it's something that they never allowed then. And the thing that Bruce to break my heart is when I worked for the WIC program, um, we would have a clinic open and the families would have to come in and have to go through counseling with me and then we would give them coupons. Now, of course, they get the card and all of that, like it's a credit card, like an EBT card, but they still have to come in for, for appointments. 
But if she came or he came two seconds after five o'clock, five o'clock, boom, we locked that door because mm-hmm. clinic is shut. We couldn't help them. Okay. And I would have to either open the door and say, please come back next week. Please come back in two weeks, oh three gosh, weeks, come so back next harsh. month. She needs baby formula. She needs to feed her family. Not a lot, but that cheese or that cereal, that juice was really going to make that difference. And especially children up to the age of five, which is what we served. And I used to just cry and say, this is terrible. I can't do this. So now we say we're open till six. But my wonderful pantry manager, Christy, and the staff are always there till later. We always make sure that we have food left out because those are the families that I don't want them to rush from work. I said, go pick up the kids from the six to six program because we don't want the kids sitting out in the dark. Go get the kids and then come see us because I like to see the kids too, right? So, um, <laughs> and they love to come. The kids love to come because when they go to the regular grocery store, they told, they're told no for most things in the store because yeah. there's not only money for potatoes and not money for apples, okay? Yeah. Not necessarily yeah. Cheetos and crap. Like real food they can't get. So when they come to our pantry, they get everything. And the kids just like... They love it. They think it's so amazing. So, so what is the atmosphere there at the pantry? It's sometimes a little chaotic. We have music playing, sometimes really loud. <laughs> uh-huh. um, we switch up the music, but usually we have like really good salsa music. Like it's really fun. <laughs> um, and then um, it's busy. Now, there's a. I, I don't like this part. There's a line outside for about two hours. So I have the joke wow. that I'm running a nightclub, and I don't like it. <laughs> so it. We have people come through. Um, UCSD created an app for us, and that's how we. We keep track and we sign up our families. We check in our families and it's on our laptops. Um, We can sign up a family in less than two minutes and we can check in a family in less than two seconds. And it keeps all the analytics for us and tells us, tallies how many families are coming through so we can keep a handle on it. We have a text message program too. So I sent a text message out on Tuesdays and then I sent it out on Thursday morning to remind them to come and to RSVP if they're coming. So I kind of have an idea, but it's never foolproof. Is it the one lo- one location? One location. Okay. Are you guys planning to expand? Because it seems like you might need to. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, what we did is because we don't have any storage at the hall that we rent, we created the first solar pantry. So what a solar pantry is, it is a 20-foot shipping container that a quarter, one-fourth of it is dry, and then three-quarters of it is insulated and refrigerated with solar power from the roof. It's amazing. And it's a standalone. So we hope that future locations, we want to partner with nonprofits who want to have a food program or they have a small one and want to expand um, and they have a parking lot or they have just two parking places. That's all we need. We can actually distribute out of the container. You don't need the stand. You don't need the brick and mortar any Mm -hmm. longer. So you could be mobile. You could go to. Well, you would just drop it in that parking lot for a year mm-hmm. or two right. and then just cut down that. Yeah, overhead. it could be in a school parking lot. It yeah. could be anywhere near schools. We like near schools because that's the walking traffic that we can really get. Yeah. We can store about, if we put it in tight, about 7,000 pounds of food. And then you would just turn it on and it would refrigerate it. And then the next day, open it up and bring tables out and you could distribute right out of the container. You know what I love about this too is um, you give people their dignity. You know, they're shopping. When you talk about kids getting excited about going grocery shopping, it's not like somebody goes and you're just handing them a bag of food. They, they get to decide what they want. Yes, they're involved. They're yeah. involved in it. And I also get some guff for this, but I've learned that I'm always going to get criticized for things. Um, we speak <laughs> as much Spanish as we can to the native speakers because my Spanish is, we call it my Spanglish. I watch novellas, so my Spanish is a little limited. But um, So are you very dramatic as you oh talk my to gosh. people then? And, But I love to tell them that I watch the novellas. And they're like, see, Angela? 
I was like, yeah. Um, but we want it to be comfortable for them. We yes. want it because if, for example, if you're not being able to communicate properly, they might not come back. They might feel really mm. uncomfortable and we don't want that. So we want it to be as um, a family as we can. I get lots of hugs and kisses. We get lots of tears. It's very emotional, um, especially with the little kids. I mean, I get hugs all the time. Aww. And I get my senoras who ask me if they can hug me um, because they're telling us the difference that we're making in their families and the fact that the kids are getting fresh vegetables because those are the most expensive things at the store. That's what we were just talking about. Right. Most expensive things are the things that are best for you. The crap is the cheap stuff. And so we're able to provide up to 40 pounds of food, which is about 25 of those pounds are fresh fruits and vegetables. We give them staples, um, bags of beans and rice and pasta, some canned goods, um, but it's really heavy in the produce. So cabbage, lettuce, everything you can imagine. So because of the fresh food, do they are they still only allowed to come in once a week for the 40 pounds of food or can they break that up? And do, no, only once do, a week on Thursdays. Week. Okay. Every Thursday. We decided to choose Thursday because the majority of the children that we serve are on free school lunch. So ah. we want to fill that cupboard for the weekend. Exactly. Okay. So that there's food through the weekend, which would be about 40 meals. 40 pounds is going to be about 40 meals that they could probably get out of the food that we have. Sometimes more because we give out more if we get it. We're not the government. We don't cut it off and say, that's it. You know, we get more, you get more. You know, if they drop an extra pallet of bananas, everybody's going to get double bananas. So, I love bananas. <laughs> and so do the kids. Go and see and so yes, do the kids yeah. because it's the perfect snack. Yeah. I think it's so wonderful you're providing this healthful food because... I feel like that affects the kids' ability to concentrate, mm-hmm. their energy level. Do better like in school. Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, yes. there's the other side of it that it provides a little bit of a relief for the parents because mm-hmm. parents are not eating because they're giving their food to the kids oh, because there's not enough food. Okay? So they're going to go without the meal, which makes... What happens? We get, what's that? Hangry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We aren't sleeping well. We feel bad about yourself because you can't provide for your family. So here's that downward spiral that goes, well, here, you know, we're just giving them that little extra hand up that maybe they, instead of spending that $200 a month on food, which they probably didn't have anyways, but they can put a little bit aside to save money for a car, buy coats, buy new shoes. Cause you guys oh, know yeah. kids go through shoes in like two and three months. So fast. You know, they don't have any shoes, for example, you know, so... That's where we're hoping to fill that gap. And we also serve the gap. Like I was telling you, we serve families that are working families. These are the families that make $5 too much to be on CalFresh or they don't want to be on it because it's such a pain and there's the stigma and they don't have time. They're working Mm -hmm. family. They don't have time to go down to the office and sit there for three hours. Well, that was going to be one of my questions is, you know, who's uh, participating in the program? Because I feel like more and more people that you wouldn't think are, you know, are needing this kind it's of assistance. working families. And, you know, we started with 30 families um, in September of 2017. And um, now I have to look at the new statistics from last week. Um, but we were, we asked what school we're serving all over San Diego now. More than 11 schools and more than, I believe, nine zip codes we are now serving because word has gotten out. So it's not just Barrio Logan anymore. It's all of people all from all over San Diego coming, coming to our one location on Thursday to get food. Wow. Because that sometimes is the food they're going to have for the weekend. And it's it, it's heartbreaking. I had a, a volunteer come in and she was crying. And, and I was like, what, 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 God, what happened? And she said, oh, I cried because the little boy said, Mom, look, bread. We oh. have bread. 
You know, and many of our families, we know they're living in their cars because when we help them take out the food, they don't want the canned goods. So we can tell because they only want the food that is ready to serve kind of things because they can't cook or they're cooking in the park on barbecues. Oh, gosh, that's just heartbreaking. And, you know, you talk about that a lot of families you serve the kids only meal is at school. We've actually talked to people that said there's a lot of kids that don't even eat at school. They don't even have programs where they get a meal at school. Think about those kind of families where if they didn't have you, I don't know what they would do. It's heartbreaking. And, and it's never ending. I mean, I spoke to a board member two nights ago and I said, I wish I could tell you that only 50 families picked up and the numbers are down. Instead, yeah. I'm telling you the numbers are up exponentially growing and growing and I need to raise more money and I need to do more things because the other thing we do that would make my old bosses at USDA crazy, we don't have a waiting list. We serve everyone who comes to see us. Even if they're not eligible, they don't have that kid, we'll still give them some food to go home. We don't turn anyone away because I have all this food. I can't say, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what happened when I worked for the government. You have a good heart. Well, let's talk about how you can raise money. And you've got another really cool event coming up that we need to talk about that's on April 5th. Something fun that people can do to donate to your cause. Yeah, we love to have parties. We love to have fundraisers <laughs> um, because, uh, well, we like to have parties. That's You're just good a really at throwing fun parties, thing. by I, the way. I've yeah, read about well, some of the parties you've right? thrown. They're pretty epic. And, you know, you always got to check out my Instagram as Party Girl Gone Good because that's my nickname. <laughs> so, um, party Girl yeah, Gone Good. Because okay. I used to throw parties for a living and then right. everyone wanted to come to them and no one wanted to pay right. because they were my friend, my bestie. No, I'm no, not on no, the no, list. No. But, you know, so then I said, you know, what if, let's let's do some parties for charity and that's how my business parting for a purpose came about so back in 2006 we created a battle of the chefs and we skipped a few years and then brought it back last year so it's going to be on april 5th it is a traditional iron chef competition um, we have two chefs right now we may be adding a third i should find out later today so we'll have a three-way which will be crazy more crazy they have one hour to create five dishes for four judges and their secret ingredient is the food from the food pantry. Oh, excellent. So they don't know what it is until I unveil it, and it will be the food that we give to our families that they have to cook with. Wait a minute. You mean it's one item like Iron Chef? No, we'll no, item, it's a whole basket. From the, oh, okay. We give them a whole basket. We give them very little in their pantry. Mm-hmm. In the pantry for everyone, we give them salt and pepper, and then they can, they have some, we have some rules where they can bring a protein, because we don't have a lot of protein at the right. food pantry. So that we don't have, but... They can, uh, it comes, like we give them a huge crate that's just got a lot of things. Like last year was cornflakes, jam, gel, like peanut butter, all the fresh produce that we had, rice, pasta, all of that was in there. So they had to cook with that. Oh my and gosh. they had to make a Jelly creative. and rice? Okay, so what did they? <laughs> they had to make a creative. Know. I'll tell you, um, Chef Marcel, Dessert. last year, Chef Marcel um, from Rustic Root, uh, they were the winning chef. And I think what won it for them is they had brought some fresh fish with them. And they crusted it with the cornflakes. Yummy. So that, I think... That was just mind-blowing. And then we also let them cook with our event sponsors, beer, wine, whiskey, all of those. So Hanaberry Whiskey, for example, they can cook with that. St. Petersburg Vodka, they can cook with that. And then my mom has a, a rum cake company, so she sends rum cakes from Arizona. <laughs> so we, they can cook with those, too. They can put that and add that to their dessert so that they've got kind of a base. Okay. So where is yeah. this all happening? So it's at Bankers Hill Club. It's on April 5th, Sunday, Funday, from 1 to 5. 
Guests will also get to um, have tastes of food from partner restaurants because they go crazy when they're there and they're watching the food being made yes. and we don't have food for them to taste. Yeah. So there'll be two other competitions too. There'll be of the partner restaurants that the guests get to choose. There'll be people's choice and there'll also be best taste. And I have a group of judges for that. So that'll be going on. We have an auction. We have a raffle and then the battle itself is one hour in the middle. Um, we have fantastic entertainment. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. And Battle Fulkerson is our title sponsor again. They're the best guys in the whole world. And it's going to be another riot out there. It's because it goes really fast that hour. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, if you've watched an Iron Chef show, you know how this goes. And they have so much fun. It's not as yes. serious as them. No. Like last year, the, the bantering that goes on between yeah. them. And they cook on grills. I do give them a grill. They can bring five pieces of their own equipment. But I give them a grill to cook on. So the majority of the food is, is on the grill. Can people see what they're doing? Are there like overhead cameras? Um, or? You can see where they're cooking because it's out on the patio. And mm -hmm. so we have outdoor seating. Um, if you buy a VIP ticket, you actually get a reserve seat. And then I have indoor seating. You can look through a window and you can see them as well. So the view is great. Where's the venue? Again? It's Bankers Hill Club, which is got a view of the bay and the airplanes land right oh, over. It's yes. really gorgeous. Beautiful. Uh, free parking. We have a wonderful parking lot. So we don't have that issue. But of course, we have a cash bar with 100% of the proceeds going to the charity. So we Sweet. want everybody to take ride share. And no, how much no is it? It's it's um, right reasonable. now we have early bird tickets. Those are $25. Um, the early bird's going to end pretty soon. And then tickets will go up from there. But it's for charity. Um, mm -hmm. All the money that we raise goes to the food pantry. So it'll enable us to buy more meals and serve more families. And um, it is really fun because um, yeah. everybody, it's a Sunday fun day. Yeah. And 100% of the proceeds sitting right here in San yes. Diego, going right to help you guys. And honestly, $25 a ticket is very inexpensive. I mean, I've been yeah. to a, a number of these kind of things and they always charge like well above $100 to go to one of these kind well, of tasting events. My feeling is this. I'd rather get as many people as I can to come. Yeah. And then if you are one of those generous people who are going to spend that sort of money, oh, come and get something at our auction. Come and buy something that's wonderful and a great gift. You know, do an auction. What do you type need of items do you have for your auction? Um, we have signed memorabilia, and but we also have local items. Like um, the little yoga studio always gives us three months of yoga classes. Oh, wow. Things like that. So then I have gift certificates from restaurants. It's a really wide variety of different items um, that we have. We have about 25 to 30 items. And then we have our raffle. So those are baskets that have all kinds of cool stuff in them. Yeah. So we have the raffle too. Yoga is very expensive, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> like it is. Three months and it's unlimited. Yeah, and it's unlimited classes yeah, for three months. That's so pretty good. yeah, they're they're our favorite. Well, so, Ron and I are going to be there. We're definitely going to be bidding yeah. on stuff. So it's a it's a live and silent auction. You have only silent. Only silent. Yeah. Who do you have as your MC? I understand. It's yes, that Melissa we'll May, yeah. the voice of the soccer. She's coming back for our, her second year. We love her so much. She is just a riot. I emceed with her last year. We might bring in another MC just because I need to be running around. She's great. Her company, Sand Delicious. We're actually going to be doing a mini challenge with them where they're going to go to the different chef locations and we're going to bring them just a small basket. We're going to do this in March. They're going to get just a small basket of items and they have 20 minutes to make me something. <laughs> and so we'll be doing a Facebook Live for that as oh, well for fun. both of the chefs. Is Melissa, Melissa May kind of doing a, a, a play by play as all this is crazy? <laughs> she's craziness is going on. on yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, totally. So she's in the midst of everything. Okay. But we also give an extensive questionnaire to each chef. So she's also talking about each chef. Like, what was the first thing they ever cooked? What's their favorite ingredient to cook with? So we're constantly, she's talking about each chef and all kinds of things that you wish you wanted to know. Like why, you know, what does he like to cook with? What's his favorite food? Things like that. And of course, um, there's stuff going on the whole time. So always talking about the sponsors, the judges, 
everybody that's part of it. You must have great local chefs standing in line to be part of this. Because I, I know you can probably go to any restaurant you want because you know so many of them now. It's fun because we're just super blessed. I've been throwing parties in San Diego for 22 years. So I have the great honor of knowing some of the best restaurants and the chefs in town. And, and some of the big TV shows have come here to kind of look for. Yeah, so back in 2006, Brian Malarkey was working at Oceaneer and Chef Christopher Gardner was at Fleming's. Their assistant chefs were San Diego Charger football players. That was the first battle of the chefs. It was insanity. <laughs> it was so nuts. So Top Chef was there and came and scouted Brian out of our event. So eventually he became part of the show. But yeah, we had some Food Network fans and some, some of those folks were at our event. So that was really fun. I love the excitement of the whole thing. It's a great tie-in because we used to do the event before, but now with, we have the food pantry, it's even better yeah. because they have to cook with the food that our families cook with. Yeah. So how are you going to make that food exciting and fun? And it's outside because we have the most beautiful city ever right yes. and so it's fun it's and it's a, a way for us to make money for our charity there's a lot of great charities out there but i mean you have to make a fun event and you understand that from your business party with a purpose you have to make a great fun event that people want to be part of and attend it's really hard because there's yeah. so many great events yeah. and you have to be better than your last one but also i think it's important that when people come to our event that they realize why they're there Mm -hmm. um, anybody can go to a party, anybody can go to an event and they're like, why are we here? And then the message isn't there. We really exactly. try to push that message that, hey, listen, your $25 ticket provided 50 meals. 50 kids ate dinner because of your $25 ticket. Because at our food pantry, we provide a meal for less than 50 cents. Yeah, so let's talk about this. So if somebody can't come to this event, you have a great way that people can make a donation. And it's unbelievable how many kids you can feed for this amount of money. Right. So if you go onto our website, it's allaboutthekids.org, and you go to our donate page, um, you can make a $15 donation, which provides dinner every night for a child for a month. Okay, repeat that. Every dinner, night. Dinner every night for a month for one child for $15. Now, you, of course, can wow. do more children, you know, three, five, or you can also set that up monthly so that every month you're providing dinner so that you're providing dinner every night for a child for a year which ends up to be a mere $180. So basically that $15, you're giving up three lattes or, 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 or a martini downtown, right? I was about to say, downtown, was about to say right? like my coffee budget is probably more yeah. than this. One drink. Think of the dumb things you bought <laughs> for $15. And when you think about that's feeding a child for an entire month, month, I just don't know how you do that. I'd love to know how you do that. We're, we're super quiet. blessed because we get fresh fruits and vegetables and bread free from the San Diego Food Bank. We do have to pay for the non-perishables. Oh. And because we have our solar pantry, we're able to store food. So we're able to get extra food donated that we wouldn't if we didn't have that storage space. Do you need donations from people? Do you want, do you accept food donations we from We definitely the do. We definitely do. It just depends. If someone wants to do a peanut butter drive for us, we love it. Somebody wants to do a canned drive food, we love it. We love it to have it grassroots. We love it when kids do it. Yeah, we think it's cute. a wonderful way for kids. Um, we also have a, a, a program that's called um, Operation Birthday Cake, <laughs> where for your birthday, we had all of these wonderful young children who didn't want presents. Instead, they raised money for our charity. So we have ways and that information's on our website too. So you can do that because kids didn't want, I know. 
I know. I know. It's just, she's so like, she's thought of everything. She's oh, yeah, thought we of everything. Had one, one year old, they raised over $1,000. It's just a way, because my goal has always been to start a generation of givers when they're little. That's yeah. right. Don't wait till you're 40. Mm-hmm. Start when you're little, because your life is so enriched, and my life has become so much better after I started the charity. And, you know, I think that when kids are introduced to, to giving back to the community, that they end up doing that for the rest of their Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. You're teaching them empathy. Empathy. And empathy is doesn't go away. difficult thing to, le- to yes. teach a child. It's yes. very hard to teach that. You, you ha- they have to be immersed in it, I believe. Yep. Um, that's why when a lot of our volunteers bring their kids to our food pantry, I tell them, wait till the ride home in the car. They're going to ask, why do those kids need to come and get food? Why don't they have food? children don't understand they just go to the grocery store with mom and they get everything they want or they have everything on the list and they don't understand that these children open up the refrigerator and there's ketchup oh gosh i mean that's just those kids own experience so they don't understand if you've never seen anything other than the way you live and your friends live you can't even imagine that other kids aren't eating and don't have clothes and you know i mean seriously so this is a great thing to do. I love that you're teaching that lesson to kids. So what are the things that you need the most? Because you mentioned peanut butter. Is that is that a thing that's like a, a staple for you? Peanut butter is a staple, absolutely. All kinds of canned goods. You know, we're not super picky, but peanut butter is usually peanut butter and cereal. Cereal, cereal is super hard for us to get. Really? It's very expensive. So cereal. Yeah, those two things, I think, because every household, they love it. And donations, because yeah. we can stretch those dollars yeah. so much further. And, and you can buy what you need. We can, because that's what we're having to buy, the non-perishable. So I'm buying for 400 a week, 450 families a week of the quantity, and it's the, the bill's going up every week. Because we still need for them to have the staples. Yeah. Um, we're very blessed that the fresh fruits and vegetables are free. Thank God, because we give them as much as we possibly can. You said protein's a challenge, so we, yeah. would you be looking more for like canned tuna, canned chicken, Definitely. things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Both. Okay. They love them both. Our families love everything. Our families don't turn away anything. Okay, so you guys listening, what a great lesson to teach your kids. Get them to do like their own little mini food drive. Donate to Angela's Cause. Again, let's give out your website again and some of the info. Let's recap. Okay. If you want to find information about our charity, go to itsallaboutthekids.org. You'll also find information on there about the Battle of the Chefs. That website is sdbattleoftheschefs.com, but there's information on on our homepage about about the event. We're super excited. I think the chefs that we have already lined up for Battle of the Chefs real quick. Chef Quentin Austin of Grind and Prosper. They have Louisiana Purchase Restaurant and also Miss B's Coconut Club and Rec 101. So he's going to be battling against our name is Chef Caddy Dublin and she has a pop-up restaurant called Basaya and she will have an all-female team. Nice. It's so they got their team of sous chefs that help them. Yes, too, they have right? a team of five. A team of five. So there's mm-hmm. the main chef and then mm-hmm. four people yes. on their team. So they get to have whoever they want and it's, it's going to be fun to have an all-female team this year. So and if we have the third, I'll let you guys know who our third and is. And I'll be so. watching your Facebook feed because you're going to Facebook Live oh, yeah. some of these, right? Oh yeah. We we're going to do all kinds of stuff with yeah. Facebook Live. We're going to go into the kitchens I'm going to sneak in there all kinds of, they don't know this yet, but I'm sneaking in and doing all kinds of fun I'm stuff surprised. and be like, I'm here. What are you making today? And they'll be like, oh my God, she's back. Just like the Iron Chef show. They always bust right? in and say, okay, let's talk right? about it. That's, so, I mean, I'm it. so looking forward to it. We're definitely going to be there again. The event is on April 5th. Great way to donate to your cause, which I think is just going to be a blast. Lock down that $25 price before the ticket price goes up. Yeah, get them right away. And the VIP tickets are on there too. That includes a complimentary cocktail and a seat for the battle. So you can have somewhere to sit. 
All right, so again, the event is coming up on April 5th, so they can go to your website to lock down the tickets. Uh, Angela, Brennan, Baptiste, thank you so much for being with us today. And again, your website overall is? It's allaboutthekids.org. And it is all about the kids. Thank you so much for coming in today. We had a blast talking to you, and we're definitely going to have you back. You're the party planner, so I know you've got some other huge event probably coming up very soon. Yeah, we've got another one after this. We've got champagne and purses on uh, June 6th. It's our 17th annual. Ooh. Gotta hear about that. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. We're gonna have a speakeasy, a boardwalk empire speakeasy. Thank you so, so, so much for having me. This has been awesome. Thank you. That's all the time we have, and that's it for this episode of Living Better in San Diego. If you'd like to get in touch with us to drop a line or suggest a topic to talk about, email me and Sue at livingbetteretentercom.com. Thanks for hanging out with us this Sunday morning, and we will see you next week. The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the staff and management of the Entercom San Diego radio stations. Episodes of Living Better in San Diego are available on this station's website.